like the shoveler from that one Ben Stiller comedy that nobody remembers, but debuted Smash Mouse's hit hits song All-Star. I feel like that's like a fun fact I've heard from you at least six times. It's I've mentioned that it Mystery twice. Min is the, mm-hmm. the origin of Smash Mouse All-Star. There were there was footage of that in the music video until they realized that, hey, this, this movie is not that popular, but the song is. So they cut all the movie stuff out. <laughs> Which is very good. <laughs> so like, hey, um... We know we made this for you, but, like, we're just gonna take it. <laughs> but what if we don't? That's okay. It's, it was better used in Shrek anyway. Yeah, it is impressive that, like, Shrek is the second movie that song was used in, yet is credited with making that song popular. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 28th episode of the World's Strongest Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and these are my co-hosts, Chase. Hello. And Thomas. Uh, after Image High. I keep... I can never seem to stick to doing the techniques introduction or not. Is this but is I will, like a reference to superhero high? Or sky I, high? I I mean Yeah. That's high? the cleverness I was going. I didn't just say the name of a technique and then high. I was that's going a, for a I was going okay, for that Thomas. reference. It's okay, Thomas. I can't think of you any less than I already do. Aw. And today. On episode 28 of WSP. That's a reference for last episode. I know, everyone hates me. Uh, We're going to be talking about episodes 75, 76, and 77, which if... I I didn't officially look up to see when they put the cutoff of the Fortune Teller Baba arc, but this feels like the end of the Fortune Teller Baba Baba arc. The Fortune Teller Barber, which is a very different anime. But... (laughs) Yeah, let's go ahead and jump in with episode 75, The Strong Ones, which, it's official. Only Goku and the fifth fighter are the strong ones. Everyone else is not. Oh well, yeah, everyone's got fucking kicked out for not yeah. being the strong well, ones. Oopa didn't. Well, you think is a strong one? Guys who act in a fucking... I'm just saying, at this point, Upa and Goku stand alone as the only two undefeated ones. Yeah. It's I mean, true. Upa's been defeated many times, and so has Goku, but not in this fight. Not in I this was going to say... I was going to say Poir was also undefeated in this, but Poir got knocked out by bandages, so that's yeah. not true. Poir got so only Upa, yeah, Classic Upa's, character bandages. Yeah, Upa summoned the power of Jesus Christ and was able to beat Fangs the vampire. God, I yeah. still can't get over that. T-posed. Just T-posed at him to assert dominance. I mean, it worked. <laughs> it worked. Can't argue it with it if it worked. Yeah, you can't argue with that, that kind of logic. <laughs> Shit, you right. Uh, yeah, this episode opens like literally where the last episode ended with like Goku stuck with his fist extended and number five just gripping it in his hand, holding him in place. Because apparently Goku doesn't have legs and therefore can't do anything to get out of this lock. <laughs> do, you, do you see them? They're stubby and short and useless. Yeah, this is, I mean, that's literally that? how Master Roshi beat him in the world tournament was determining how short and stubby his legs were. Exactly. Uh, so this has been established. Um, but yeah, everyone's just watching Goku stuck in Five's grip. Neither fighter is able to overpower the other. And this, it feels like a beam struggle with no beam. <laughs> like It's the same mm-hmm. kind of energy of just two people in a stalemate 
grunting at each other with like not much going on here yeah so to speak uh, just two people living in the moment <laughs> yeah which i do love as i was sitting here in the second i was like this is going on a little long yamcha goes fight him man <laughs> like with that energy and what i do was you like think i've too. been doing very very shoot her <laughs> but then baba fucking interjects with destroy <laughs> like fucking screaming it which i was just like all right baba if we can go like two notches down from this channels are interdolic yeah i love that baba has gone from done with this shit to just angry <laughs> like we've watched <laughs> there's a very clear progression with baba's mood through this whole tournament that i love it's one of my favorite running gags of this whole arc yes um, yeah Extremely struggle over it Oh, yeah, and it's so... But watching the version of over it is in just no energy, no enthusiasm to over it is in fucking kill him! <laughs> like, it's so... This is cutting into my nap time. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to... It's weird to say Baba has, like, my favorite uh, character arc of this whole arc, but it's so good. <laughs> just the energy Baba gives off this whole time. Uh, and props to, uh, I forgot the name of the voice actress who plays Baba uh, in the dub of this, but she captures that energy, like, so perfectly. <laughs> um, it's, oh, it's fun. Uh, but this struggle just keeps going for a little while longer until finally the two launch away from each other, just, like, backflip all the way to the other opposite ends of the ring. And then Goku just dashes right back at him for more. Uh, Goku just throws out a flurry of punches and kicks. And they are all either dodged or blocked by this mm -hmm. mysterious fighter. Until Five starts throwing some hits of his own. But, and this was a nice difference, I feel like, in a lot of fights. Because usually when we see people who are evenly matched in Dragon Ball, it's like beam struggles or this weird fist lock. But I felt like this moment in the fight here really showed that these two are like on the same level because mm -hmm. you see these they're throwing out just constant kicks punches and whatnot and each of them aren't quite able to dodge all the attacks yeah they're like blocking them but blocking them is still taking the hit it's just taking a hit somewhere where you feel like you can handle it yeah. and they are and they're doing that to each other it's like mm -hmm. first goku comes out and five is either dodging or blocking which i like that it's a a combo of both just because yeah. it does emphasize yeah that he isn't quite there's like a, so fast he can dodge it all yeah there's a real like kind of back and forth ebb and flow to this fight where it's like goku will land a few hits go or the number five will land a few hits and there's a real back and forth and the music's quiet it's not really that flashy and it really kind of sells the emphasis of this fight that both people are really trying because like the other ones have all been flashy and ooh, look at me i'm i'm bandages i'm the big mummy man mm-hmm but this is more kind of subdued and just straight martial arts. Yeah, which I really, really enjoyed. And yeah, the, the ebb and flow is the best way to talk about this. I mean, like any good fight scene is going to have that push and pull. And I think this definitely at the start here is one of my favorite fights of the series so far for that reason. Like up there with Goku versus Roshi in the World, World Martial Arts Tournament. Uh, because there is a real like back and forth. It feels like they are always getting the upper hand, then losing it. Like, both of them in equal measure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
but then five launches himself like across the ring and back at Goku, uh, landing just a real big hit right on Goku's. I, I think he hits like Goku right in the chest. Um, Goku though, like knocking Goku to the ground, but Goku springs right back up and lands a couple solid blows himself before both of them kind of push off each other, just panting out of breath. Again, just really emphasizing, like, both of them are going all out right now. Even if it doesn't look as flashy in some regards as some of the fights we've seen, these are two people fighting at at close to their limit already, and we've mm-hmm. just gotten started. Um, but the others are very impressed with how strong Five is. Roshi even starts to point out that the techniques he is using are highly advanced and hard to maintain. Uh, (laughs) i don't know what's hard to maintain about them yeah right like on that that line i literally because i was looked down i was making a note at the time so i had to like literally rewind 10 seconds to see what roshi was talking about and he's really not yeah i i would almost say that this can probably be chalked up to some kind of mistranslation um or maybe not i don't know maybe that is the line that's just a weird line I think, I, just, I think it's just a weird line, yeah. I think it's just weird, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it's more is just it, like, you know, like, oh, I mean, it's, I think, like, saying, like, I think, like, doing all these moves consecutively is difficult. It's, like, what they're probably trying to get at. Something mm-hmm. along that nature. And so mm-hmm. you're like, oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, I, okay, I, I could buy it in that regard, then, and the idea of, like, maintain, meaning, like, just yeah. keeping up this onslaught. Yeah, the level of physicality needed to keep the fight up. Yeah, I can see that, Mm -hmm. but still, it's just an awkwardly phrased line. Oh, yeah. Very so. But I do love... Show sucks what we're getting at. (laughs) (laughs) I do love Bulba tries to be like, Hey, Roshi, who's this fighter? And then Baba just fucking starts screaming, like cutting Bulma off mid-sentence. Just being like, win, win this. Wait already! <laughs> Wait! Come on! Shoot. <laughs> to which shoot. Bulba is like, hey! Shut the fuck up! <laughs> and- I was trying to talk to my friends! Yeah. Ma'am, I am having a conversation here. But my favorite part is Baba listens. <laughs> Bulba's like, shut <laughs> up! And she's like, oh, would you f- would you fuck with Bulba? Yeah, I do love that everyone knows to some degree, not to fuck with Bulma. Like, Bulma's energy is just there. Even Launch didn't really... Like, Blonde Launch wouldn't fuck with Bulma. <laughs> I wouldn't fuck with Bulma. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. I get it, dude. Yeah, Bulma's pretty high on the power scale and yeah, for this ability alone. Vegeta doesn't even fuck with Bulma. Yeah. Oh, no, Vegeta fucks with Bulma, though. <laughs> so, does, so does Yamcha, though, at this point in the story. Well, we can't canonically <laughs> prove it. But we can't also disprove it. I'll canonically fucking prove it. <laughs> if you, if you, uh, if I can reference some fan art that I've drawn. No. Yeah. <laughs> if you will come to my Tumblr. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then we cut back to the two fighters in the ring, and now they're both just watching each other, ready to like. Both of them are in fighting poses, just ready to pounce. But they're both just watching each other, kind of waiting for the other one to make. The first move. Roshi, eyeing Five's pose, thinks to himself that it looks familiar, but he's like, he just can't quite get the name off the tip of his tongue at this point. 
But he's like, this person's stance looks familiar. Like, their techniques seem familiar. Roshi knows who this is and knows that he knows who this is, but he doesn't know, know who it is quite yet. He's like, I've yes. definitely fought this person. <laughs> they just seem so freaking familiar. Mm-hmm. And we have something I like, which is that, like, it's a little cloudy overhead, and then we get to see the sun, like, peaks through the clouds, and we get the shots of, like, Goku and number five staring each other down with these beams of sunlight coming down on them. Um, mm-hmm. Which, ah, God, the lighting looks really good in this part. Um, I wish I knew more about, like, animator names to know, like, who who directed this animation, because it looks real nice. Even though, like, mm-hmm. not a lot of there's not a lot of movement in these shots. Very yeah, like, intentionally. I, we wouldn't like describe this as like great. I would. I or at least I. I definitely wouldn't describe it as like great animation. I guess like in any way would be like this is. Well, now, nothing's this animated. Is, well, not even like that. Or like <laughs> this is like. Or this is like beautifully made or whatever. Like it's not something I'm gonna. I, I don't think it is. So that's not. There, like, I'm saying like it just. It just is like nicely like this. It emulates what you think of of this scene should look like. That's what it's like trying to do. It does that very yeah. well. Like it's not a beautifully made show. I don't think. I think Dragon Ball hits highs when it can, but it's also feels very budget at other times. But it does but come this, out like, weekly. Yeah, but it does come out weekly. Um, <laughs> is it, this this part looks very nice. Yeah, I think it's it's an emphasis almost on the process because yeah, it does come out weekly, which will lead to like certain moments will suffer because you only have so much time and so much budget to stretch out over the course of this thing's whole run. Um, Which is why movies always look better. Like, anime movies always look better because, well, they have a lot more time and budget both to work on a shorter piece. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But this kind of shows, like, when you have that sort of budget and those sort of time constraints to work with, you really have to pick and choose what are the moments that we need to make sure hit. Like, what are the moments that we're going to take that extra time with? Especially when this was getting animated in, like, the late 70s, early 80s, when it was all done by hand. They didn't have the Mm -hmm. advantage of being able to do any, like, computer compositing effects to, like, do some of the in-betweens for them and things like that. Like, they had to draw every frame, which includes the lighting effects all had to be done by hand, Mm -hmm. which, yeah, just seeing the detail and the lighting effects, even if there's not a lot of movement in the shots and how on model for lack of another word to use, Goku and number five look in these shots. I'm like, okay, they really wanted the tension of this pause to hit. And I think it they're really well composed stills with really nicely... If, if I would say one thing was really well animated, it's the lighting effect in this yes. part. Just a really, like... It, it almost like the passing of the sun draws up the tension. Like, they use that as a tool in this pause because then if i remember correctly like the clouds come back the light goes away and that's when the two pounce at each other again um i think so yeah yeah which is very very cool Uh, oh actually no it ends with um sorry it's a gust of wind comes through we see like the ducks fly off off the surface of the pond at baba's place and then after they fly you think so because you think something's going to happen with the cloud, but no, it was the wind that was the trigger mm-hmm. for this fight. Yeah, which is very classic, like, classic samurai movie, kung fu movie, even, like, you know, country western movie, like, gust of wind blows through and then draw. Uh, you know, either, like, you know, the two samurai swords being drawn or the, you know, the gunslingers, like, pull out and quick draw 
Like, it's very that kind of energy with, like, wind blows through, boom, they're at each other again. Just fucking sailing through the air uh, straight towards each other. And as they land, Goku goes low and, like, trips five to the ground. But five very quickly dodges Goku's follow-up and recovers. And once again, it's just blow for blow at each other. Like, they're both landing some decent hits and taking decent hits in equal measure. Uh, Goku thinks he kind of gets a good hit in because he, like, jumps and kicks right into Five's side, and he connects, but Five, like, chuckles and grabs his foot, making me think, like, Five's like, okay, I can't quite land a hit on him. Traditionally, if I let him land a hit on me, I've now pulled him in close enough that I can do a follow-up here. Mm. Yeah. Um, Again, just really pretty choreography all through this arc and definitely the best choreography was saved for last <laughs> like this yeah which is it's funny to say like like we said like it's not as flashy as some of the other no. fights were but it's just really well done like there's but just it's, a really... it's intense because of how like downplayed it is in stark yeah. contrast to all the like flashiness from before yeah it's like a really good kung fu movie fight um it is yeah, and it is. <laughs> Not just uh, like one. Yeah. But it's he, very much trying ha- to emulate the style of like, mm-hmm, I mean, like yeah. Western and Kung Fu kind of mm-hmm. go hand in hand to some degree. Oh, yeah. As time and stuff goes on. Like, the cl- who doesn't love it when a man looks down at the man and goes, I'm going to fucking kill you? He goes, yeah. Well, like, I'm going to wait here and see if you fucking do it, coward. You're like, yeah, this is a good <laughs> shit. Um, and then they fucking do it. Just good. Oh, yeah. It's enjoyable. Yeah, no, this whole sequence really shows a lot of the influences that go into Dragon Ball. Um, Especially now as the show is making its shift to be more martial arts focused. I think this is like, okay, we we figured out a bit of that with the tournament arc. We kind of got away from it with Red Ribbon a little bit. Like, as we said, Red Ribbon's just kind of a weird growing pains arc. Yeah, that's probably the best way to describe it, yeah. Yeah, it's like we kind of want to do the peel-off thing again, but we also want to do martial arts and take ourselves more seriously. And it just yeah. doesn't quite mash. Like, they just haven't found a way to meld these two elements. But what now if, we're back in instead it. of pinball, Nazis? Yeah. <laughs> but now we're back in a tournament arc, and it's like, okay, we can really let the martial arts shine again, which is what we're seeing in this fight. Um, yeah. But yeah, so Goku comes in, does the kick, five grabs his ankle, and then just chucks him like 70 feet and straight up into the air. <laughs> uh, which, as we've talked about a lot of things being downplayed, this is kind of like, oh yeah, this is still Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. Goku is now like <laughs> easily ha- like a small skyscraper's worth into the sky. <laughs> um, and then five just jumps right up after him. Passing Goku right at, like, the height of his little parabolic, 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 parabolic arc up into the air. Yeah, parabola, parabolic. Yeah, sure, man. Um, It's a word. Yeah. And right at, like, the height of Goku's little arc here and just fucking hammer kicks him hard (laughs) in the back, launching him straight back down at the ring at, like, three times the speed. Uh creating this deep crater just dead center of this and then he just starts free falling back like very (laughs) chill he's got like (laughs) like that full arm spread out parachute pose and his like 
he's wearing like a I guess like a gi, like a flowy kind of robe gi thing. Yeah, I don't really know the word for it. I'm sure there is, but I don't know it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, but it's just kind of catching the air like he's wearing a wingsuit almost, <laughs> just slowing down his fall. Um, and he's having a great time. He's just kind of chuckling. You can't see his face because he got a mask on, but I feel like he's smiling. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I just turned that child into a smoking crater. Life is good. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, what a lovely day. We all have uh, fun here. Yeah. <laughs> Baba floats over to the crater and gives, like, a super fast five count. He's <laughs> just like, all right, you're down? All right, five, one, two, three, four, five. But Goku launches himself back up from the hole. And Goku, uh, Goku was, like, kind of being serious through a decent chunk of this. But mm -hmm. now he looks mad. <laughs> He gets out like he is just. I, I don't know if mad is the best word. Maybe like frustrated. Like yeah, Goku I think is frustrated. Makes sense here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Goku's having a harder time with this than I think he thought he would. Yes. Um. So Goku's very much a little bit like a like how fucking dare you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, <laughs> nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Yeah, I'm fucking Goku, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm Poor the protect on that name. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Goku launches himself back up in the air, just straight back at <laughs> number five, which number five seems really caught off guard by this. Like he wasn't expecting Goku to bounce back and definitely not bounce back as hard as he does or as fast. Yeah. And just fuck it. I thought Goku was going to go for the classic Goku headbutt move that he's now <laughs> defeated like eight different villains with and just feels fucking like. kill him. Yeah. I almost thought. But instead, Goku fucking just kicks him right in his gut. And gut sends him... Yeah, sends him flying right at... It looks like the roof of the building they just left. Um, which has big Doctor Who energy and that it is much larger on the inside than it is on the outside. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I don't watch but, Doctor Who, so I don't really know where this reference yeah. is going. <laughs> oh, that's it. Just the, that the building is larger no, I, on I the figured, Once you got that part... Oh, okay. Okay, but uh, yeah, like five obviously feels this one. Like it's not like he just brushes this attack off like it was nothing. Like it definitely seems like it did some damage, but five also manages to recover, pivoting himself in the air so that he lands feet first against this roof so he can just springboard himself back at the fight. Um, hmm. which this part feels still very kung fu. More like a like a crouching tiger, hidden dragon kind of kung fu movie with like the you know the flying through the air that the level of acrobatics, but is a little more close to Dragon Ball in some ways too. Um, yes, the level above realism now, which I I appreciate this more because we built up into it instead of jumping straight to this level. Yeah, um, mm. and no one shot a beam at each other so far. Which is well, interesting. Far. Give that won't it last. Like two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but even once they come out, like, I like the build of this fight because it starts very grounded and then gets more Dragon Ball, but it 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 adds to the tension because they're like, oh, we it's there's each of them is slowly sussing out what the other can do and mm -hmm. therefore taking it more seriously and doing yeah. more themselves as they go, which is there's a bit there's a build up towards the end of it. Yeah, which is the best Dragon Ball fights follow that sort of build. I mean, the best fights in general, I mean, that don't, even the ones that don't reach the level where people are like kicking off buildings and flying around are 
obviously a build in intensity. Like, that's the goal when you write a scene, even if there isn't a fight, is that you should build and build and build climax payoff. Like, each scene is almost its own small story, is the best way to treat it. And this fight really showcases that in the choreography. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I agree with this sentiment. Mm-hmm. I think, th- yeah, I'm, a lot of this is going to be us rambling, just because I, I think I speak for all of us when I say we love this fight. <laughs> yeah, this fight's sick. So, like, I think yeah, to, to like, get this is nailed down is why we like it so much is the argument I've I think I've told Thomas a million times about fight scenes so mm. I'm going to rehash it here as I haven't probably told this fight scenes are good when no one's talking or explaining anything and the viewer can naturally follow along and see what the fighters are thinking there might they might say things like hmm ha or like whatever like man it's a pretty tough hit here or blah 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 but you the audience pick up on the fight itself and how it's feeling as it goes on or like what the statements are being made without words when goku stands and goes uh, and sees and like sees shit happening you know like did we, we we're at the part where like he gets punched in the stomach right goku gets punched in the stomach and takes it we talked yeah, about this, um, right? i'm not sure i'm not going crazy like, yeah it's uh we i hadn't quite said it yet but yeah that's okay. like one five be springboards the off thing. the roof yeah that's he the next thing that's what's so like that's yeah he's fine when it hits yeah. him but you as a person know what goku's thinking as he goes i'm gonna fucking take this hit in the stomach you instinctively because you've been with goku through all this that you know goku's like i have to prove right now that i can take this hit and show that i am stronger than than this man right now and then like kind of get into him like that and like as a person you instinctively know that you've watched enough dragon ball at this point you've watched freaking 80 episodes you know who goku is (laughs) and being able to recognize that see that and mean that shown through a fight scene that's what makes fight scenes so much fun not when they're like explaining each and every move it's why a lot of like go uh fights that people remember from dragon ball z are the fights where no one says crap and things just happen and you're like holy shit i didn't even think they could do a move like that which kind of happens in this episode a little bit as we continue on yeah um which yeah just to quickly recap it for the audience to explain what chase was just talking about yeah like five springboards off the roof And he's coming in for a hit on Goku, but instead of going to block it or dodge it, Goku just kind of takes a stance and eats the hit straight to the stomach. Having braced himself for it, he's able to just, like, take the hit and keep going. Which, yeah, I agree with Chase's statement that this this fight and something a lot of shounen anime fails to do at times uh, is this fight is a lot of show-don't-tell, which... It does benefit from being 75 episodes in. We have seen enough of Goku to know how this character thinks. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's great because we learn... We, we reaffirm things that we already knew about Goku. We see Goku pushed into a corner, which... Goku, the best Goku fight moments happen when Goku is pushed into a corner. Um, which is... To some degree, I think, when you see the best character moments in anything, let alone not just anime, but in dramas, in comedies, just live action, animation, anything, when a character is put into a crisis situation of sorts is when you really get to see who they are. And we get to see, yeah, Goku here isn't just fighting to beat this guy. He's fighting to prove that he is strong enough to beat this guy. Um, One aspect of Goku that will be there forever and one aspect that i love and that's on display in this fight is goku is always fighting two fights when he fights anybody he's fighting against the person he's fighting against but goku in a less literal way is fighting against the him from yesterday 
Goku always wants to prove that he is better than he was before. Not necessarily better than his opponent, but stronger than he used to be. Like and Yamcha, that's but with follow through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's what's on display here is Goku puffing up his chest, taking the hit because he's like, I am stronger than even Goku from yesterday or Goku from his fight against bandages or Goku from his fight against Spike. And I will prove it not just to you, but to me. There's like that element of like, Goku's taking this hit not just to prove it to him. He's taking his hit to prove to himself that he can take this hit. Yeah. Um, and it's like and yeah. all wordlessly expressed. It's like Goku's like, I'm going to take it. Like, I can prove right now that I am stronger than you think I am strong. Which, spoilers, This is I want to talk about it now because I think it, it's a good thematic time to talk about it. He, uh, this man is Goku's... Um, this is Gohan, obviously. We all know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Please Grandpa Gohan. That's Grandpa Gohan. And this is like a good moment to be like, look, Grandpa Gohan, look how much I've like grown at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that like really, really hits well because like even like Go- Gohan will, it's weird saying Gohan when you know the yeah, future right? of Gohan. <laughs> but like this is like Gohan acknowledging like like his, his, his pretty much his son's strength. We, he will say grandson, but really it's his son. Yeah. Um, mm. His son's strength. It's like such a sweet little like, and like him recognizing it all, it's so good, so good. So it makes me happy when I'm like, ah, oh, just I love wordless fights. I love showing strength and character without having to fucking say anything. Like it's so nice. Oh yeah, Man. and this has that in droves. Though Goku doesn't realize this is Gohan yet. No, not at all. No, um, no. but we the fact that, that this until next episode. Yeah, the fact that this is Gohan, which I feel like as an audience, if you've been watching up to this point you already knew that this was Grandpa Gohan, or at least heavily suspected with the Halo and with Roshi. If you, if you remembered, this stuff was aired weekly and the internet wasn't a thing, so people yeah. might have forgotten. This is also true. But I feel like if you've been following along this Though long... if you're watching you've been, in America. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if you've been following along this long and you've been paying attention, you at least suspect that this is Grandpa Gohan before they come out and say it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. That does add just a whole nother level of stakes to this fight. And I do like, once we get to it, why Gohan explains why he hid his identity. Um, mm-hmm. It makes sense. because I'm, so I'm Baba is I, fucked for setting up this fight. Yeah. I'm a big proponent of if you're going to put a character in a mask, like, don't do it just because a mask is cool. Like, have a reason for that character yeah. to wear a mask. Whatever it may be, you need a reason. And if you're going to have them do a reveal with the mask off, it better hit. <laughs> I think the worst offender at this is that there was like a villain in a Yu-Gi-Oh movie named Paradox who wears a mask all the way up until like the last act and he takes it off and he is no one that anyone knows or recognizes or has any ties to. <laughs> it's like, reference a goddamn Yu-Gi-Oh movie in this podcast? I, look, it's an anime podcast. You're did, watching did you this. Watch like, this you're... recently? When did you start watching Yu-Gi-Oh again? <laughs> I have watched like the abridged series ago. again recently and they abridged that movie and that movie even make the abridging of that movie makes a joke about how like oh so the mask was literally just because the design looked cool and he was like yes yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah uh, back to the fight at hand Goku's just eaten this hit and five comments that he's really impressed with Goku's training um, which is another element of this fight that I like is that when they do talk, uh, Five is a lot more like reverent. He's not chiding him. He's not boasting. He's just like uh, commenting in a way, like almost a sensei like approach. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, or a fatherly-like yeah. approach. Mm. <laughs> yeah. A grandfatherly approach. Baba then... Baba then... Ah, come on. <laughs> Baba then comments on the uncanny similarity in Goku and Five's fighting style, and how Five really just seems to be having fun with this fight. Uh, Roshi is getting real fed up with himself at this point, being like, it is on the tip of my tongue. Who is this guy? Ah, I... Man, going to Mixer events, you know, when I used to be able to do that, I feel this in my bones. This frustration when you're staring at someone you know you should know, and you know you have met, and you're like, who is this person? <laughs> Just like, uh, it's very Work funny. brain. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, <laughs> no. But this is when Five tells Goku that he has something special for him. Before charging up the Kamehameha, which I feel like once he does this at this point, if you didn't know it was Grandpa Gohan, that more or less seals it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at uh, this point, you, you gotta, you, you should know. Yeah. And he just, like, blast Goku head on with this attack. Goku, it seems like Goku's just standing there and the blast goes straight through him. Even as, like, Baba... And Roshi are, like, telling him, like, wait, no, stop, don't do this. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, I thought he missed. Yeah, I wasn't sure, because it looked like it just went through him, like, yeah. the blast went, went through, through his, him. It looks like it went through his skull. Like, it looked like, a, like you could hear the hit marker go, like, noise make <laughs> as it fucking domed Goku. And I was like, I was like, well, that's an after him. Like, my brain instantly, which is, you know, spoilers, haha. Um, but I was like, that's an after image. But I, if, like... It looked like a fucking sniper rifle blew it apart by a freaking Kamehameha. And I was like, oh, God, I guess Goku's fucking dead. Boom. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, like when we see Kamehameha's hit people, they usually stop when they make contact with a body. Even if like the diameter of the blast is larger than that person. Once it hits mm-hmm. somebody, the blast stops there. And this goes straight through. Um, Which, yeah, it's an after image. As the which we discover once the dust settles, which man, I just realized like Goku really loves throwing out the after image in Dragon Ball. Like I feel like well, he yeah. doesn't use this because he's techn- a sneaky little fuck that enjoys toying with his opponents. And what's yeah. more, what's more like tricky than creating an illusion of yourself while you jump into the air and then beam them in the head? It's more just I feel like Goku post Dragon Ball like Z and uh, Super and GT doesn't use this technique nearly as much. This feels very he Dragon really Ball. Yeah. He uses no, it yeah, on he a f- really does, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. He uses it on a few occasions. Like I think he does want to get in his fight against Cell when Goku fights Cell. But it's not as it's not like his uh God, I'd almost say it's almost his signature technique over the Kamehameha at this point. <laughs> well yeah, because they keep saving the Kamehameha for special occasions uh, in Dragon I don't know. Ball. I I think the monkey see monkey do maneuver is very <laughs> <laughs> oh god I mean that one's great because it's a technique Goku actually made I know the one or yeah. did he yeah technically mm. it was made after copying someone else's technique fuck um, you're right <laughs> so I'm not gonna give him too much freaking credit known yeah, plagiarist Goku I think yeah, the first stealer. time I think the first time Goku does a wholly original technique is in the tournament of power of Dragon Ball Super god yeah, <laughs> my man needs to learn. 
And only in the <laughs> anime, he doesn't even do that move in the manga. <laughs> uh, but anyway, dust settles. It's an after image. Uh, and Goku just kind of calls out to him from the sky nearby. <laughs> he just jumped to dodge the attack. Which, Roshi, now having seen the man do the Kamehameha, Roshi's like, got it. I know who this is. <laughs> just like internally. Fine. Like, it. Now I know. Yeah, but then he's also like, but there's no fucking way, right? <laughs> um, Dude, Goku's that'd be fucking crazy if it was. Yeah, Goku twists and starts diving fist first back at number five, and five's like, well, good show, but you can't dodge in midair, and he's right. Nobody knows how to fly yet. Um, so he starts charging up another Kamehameha, but right before he could really start doing it in earnest, Goku charges a Kamehameha in midair, which startles this guy. He's like, wait, shit, he knows how to do that? <laughs> uh, and Goku launches the blast and hits right in front of Five, which I like from a choreography perspective, because it's not like Five takes a step back and he misses this was goku's mm -hmm. target which maybe you could say it's because he was like flying he like missed a little bit but i think this was the intent because i don't think goku is fighting to kill here i don't i don't think either of them really is uh so the idea of goku like planting the hit dead in front of him not affecting five with the blast but hitting five with the shock wave of mm -hmm. like the blast impacting the stage is really cool uh, and sends him flying backwards, sends Gohan flying backwards. Uh, Goku follows him straight to where he lands and just fucking nails him straight in the gut, like still finishing his dive. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's cool. Like he even charted this arc out, like did this kind of like fight math in his head. Fight <laughs> to, math. Yeah, to figure out where he needed to put five to land the blow. Um. Goku asks if Five is ready to surrender, which is great. And the gang is feeling real confident that this bout is over. Goku's standing over his opponent, uh, being like, I, I really can't tell if you're conscious. You have a mask on. <laughs> yeah. Blink twice if you're still alive. No, wait, hmm. shit. But then suddenly the old man starts chuckling, and Goku looks deep into the eyes of the mask. Just looks like hypnotized. Uh-oh. <laughs> But the old man reaches out and grabs hold of Goku's tail, uh, which just immediately sends Goku to the ground. Yamcha is pissed as hell at this. <laughs> He's like, how dare he do that? Roshi's how dare you like, use your opponent's body against him? <laughs> Yamcha's like, how dare you do this to Goku? Roshi's like, how did he know to do this to Goku? <laughs> <laughs> um, Krillin's like, y'all remember Bulma shouting this shit, right? <laughs> I do like that that got brought up again. Can we blame yeah, this on Bulma? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you want to blame it on Bulma? Bulma's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Baba starts taunting Goku, who is just fucking, like, losing it a little bit. Because now uh, number five just has Goku suspended in the air by his tail. Yeah. Um, and Yamcha's like, wait, how did he know how to do that? <laughs> And then Roshi's like, oh, that's because I know who this is. Oh, I know who this is. 
Oh, I know who this is. Mirror image of Goku's tactic. I know who this is. <laughs> Just like set, like he really re-emphasizes. That he's like, oh, I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> but like without saying it. Oh, you're well, gonna you tell. Well, you're gonna tell oh, us. I know. No. Yeah. He's like, I know who this is. And then five just starts fucking. It's like that scene in Avengers one. Exactly. Where Hulk just grabs Loki by the legs and just fucking slams him into the ground like over and over, on either side of him. It's that, <laughs> except just with for like old... ten minutes. Yeah. Which. This came before Avengers, but this will not be the last time someone uses this move. In fact, Super got a- accused, I guess, of just straight up tracing that shot from Avengers for a move in the Tournament of Power. <laughs> um, because they use, like, the same framing in that arc and everything. It's a interesting shot. Uh, yeah. It's a but classic yeah, five... move and a good shot. Oh, yeah. Five is just ragdolling the hell out of Goku right now. And Goku is completely powerless to stop him since he's got a hold of his tail. Um, the Baba loves all the pain that Goku is going through right now, which is kind of fucked up, Baba. Upa <laughs> <laughs> um, is begging everyone to help Goku. And they all, like, turn to Roshi and they're like, what should we do? And he's like, nothing! <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we must not interfere, for the living have no place in this battle. But, but, but Goku's, Goku's alive. But the but the living is one half of this battle. Not yeah, for Go- fucking long, he's not. Goku's, al- Goku's alive, Raditz isn't here yet. Roshi tells them that the fighter is not of this world. Which is the second time someone has used this phrasing precisely when talking about number five. And this is when they finally officially reveal that the masked man is Grandpa Gohan. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Oh my god. Which, I already knew that this was the final fight of this arc before even starting this series. Like, this is just one of the bits of information I knew um, that Goku did fight Grandpa Gohan. But I do like how they toy with this reveal a little bit. And it's not, they kind of treat it like a surprise, but it really isn't. Mm-hmm. Especially you've been watching like us just so incessantly uh, and constantly. Could sound like a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but. More of a listen to us, really. Sorry, not I like to... hanging out with y'all. Okay. Jesus, fuck me, I guess. <laughs> but to me, this still works really well, especially in how much we've had Grandpa Gohan like built up. Like how much of a presence Grandpa Gohan has been. Throughout this series. Mm -hmm. Like the Ox King knew him. Roshi knew him. All these people kind of knew Gohan, liked Gohan, said Gohan was really a talented fighter. The entire impetus for this like arc was Gohan. Mm -hmm. Which I do like that we the impetus for the show in a big way is Gohan having given Goku the four star ball, which led to Bulma meeting him. Mm -hmm. Um But I like how they wait to confirm this reveal because then we get to see grandpa Gohan in action a bit and then we're told it's him. So it's not like we have the same expectation going right at it. We're like, Oh, this guy's really tough. And then it's the, Oh, of course he is. He's grandpa Gohan. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's really, really cool to have this fight. And it does, like we talked about earlier, it does add an extra layer to all of this. 
where it's like this is not just someone who's an incredibly talented fighter but goku's father uh in a big way not literal father but his father so to speak and now like being able to be like so goku is getting a chance to show his dad how far he's really come uh but goku did not hear roshi say this Either that, or Goku is far too preoccupied with the pain to register any new information. <laughs> He's going through far too many concussions at the minute. Yeah, and that's where this episode ends. With that reveal, which I think is a good stinger to end this on. Especially mm, if you're yes. going to split this fight into two episodes. I think that's a pretty decent moment to cut, so to speak. Like, I, I would have been pissed if they'd cut when Goku was like diving down, charging his Kamehameha or something. Um, cause that would have broke the pacing, but this is kind of a natural lull in the pace of the fight, which is a good place to put like a breaker, but it's not like done. Like, I still want to see how Goku gets out of this. How will Goku get out of this one? This little mind. Who knows? Well, let's find out on episode 76, True Colors of the Masked Man. Oh, we're watching it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, we already watched it. We, we're not watching it. We already watched it. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> or did we? That is always the the weird thing when I when we record these is I try to talk about each moment like as it was when I watched it writing my notes even if I know like the reveals that are coming after. Um, so I'm trying to give like the best version of my like moment to moment reaction. Dragon Ball. Ball. Like I know how Goku gets out of this because it happens in this episode. <laughs> Wait, how does Goku get out of this one? Well, we're gonna find out, Chase. Oh, we're the watching it. Market. Yeah. Set myself back mm-hmm. up again. Feels good. Feels good to be I, back, boys. I, I do love with this episode, 76, like, they do the theme song, they do the recap, and then they do the title card, and it's, like, Grandpa Gohan in the mask striking some, like, fucking... Oh, Ginyu thank God, Force it wasn't just me. Pose. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, he was, yeah, he was fucking ready to throw the fuck down. Well, it's just, like, his, such a goofy... His pose is just, oh, boy, here I go killing again. Yeah, he's just, like, here's this goofy pose, and the ba da da ba ba da bong like noise of the title card and then it just smash cuts to him still just fucking slamming goku over and over it's again so good. and i was fucking <laughs> dying i was like that is so fucking funny uh it's legitimately a good thing yeah goku is still just getting whipped around like a potato sack as roshi reiterates that this is indeed grandpa gohan beating the fuck out of him <laughs> damn fuck see, how your, see how your son beats the shit out of you yeah. we've trained him this well is... we haven't trained him well at all <laughs> this is his dad um a wonderful man that i deeply love wham. a really wham. nice guy wham wham wham, wham. <laughs> no no please continue wham wham <laughs> He only has his best wham. intentions at wham. heart. Wham. Oh, God, you're hurting me. Wham. Wham. This is for killing me earlier, asshole. <laughs> yeah, Goku still hasn't realized that he's the one that killed Grandpa Gohan. Uh, he has yeah, literally ex- no concept of that yeah. whatsoever. He's entered his brain. I, if I remember correctly, Goku does not connect the dots on that until his fight with Vegeta in Z. Yep. I believe, yes. Yep. Is, like, none of his friends ever tell him. And I think the first time he realizes that some, like he or someone like him can turn into a great ape is when Vegeta does it in front of him. And that's when he connects the dots and he's like, I killed Grandpa Gohan. Vegeta, can we can uh, we have a timeout? I just need to deal with something real quick. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm a fucking murderer! 
<laughs> but yeah, Roshi. Good. But they're like, well, <laughs> but Roshi's like, yeah, Grandpa Gohan's dead. That's why he's got the halo over his head. Come on, guys. see, everyone not alive should again. have been listening to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Question is why? Ah, uh, uh, Roshi. That's, we don't know. I have no yeah. idea how he fucking died. Yeah, Roshi is like, Goku's got to win this fight, though, or it's all for nothing. Like, Grandpa Gohan came back for no reason. Hard cut I guess. to a satellite yeah. in space. <laughs> Suddenly satellite. <laughs> yeah. And then cut to the people controlling those satellite. And this felt like a real, like, moment. Because it's the Pilaf gang! Hey. They have been gone for, like, 40 episodes at this point since the Pilaf floating death fortress got taken down in the filler arc. Yeah, they haven't been but, at anything official for, like, ages. I don't even know if this is filler or not. Yeah, it feels like if we had, if this is what happens in the manga, we would be really like, holy shit, they're back. Because they, like, don't appear in the manga at all during the Red Ribbon Army arc. Nope. Um, but yeah. It did give me a whiplash of, like, I'm glad to see them, but why right now? But why are they here? Yeah. Like, who are you? Also, Pilaf is piloting a death robot now. Uh, so that's cool. <laughs> and still raises the eternal question of where is the funding for the Pilaf gang coming from? Um, Especially all the, money that he d- all the money that he doesn't spend on fending- on feeding his troops. All two of yeah, them. Yeah, all two of them now. Um, I know that this is called, like, the Pilaf machine at, in, like, a lot of other material, but here it's just called, like, the power suit. Power <laughs> or something suit. like that. Yeah. And Pilaf is just going to town on some boulders with it, which... The way he's, like, crushing them and throwing them around, I'm like, oh, this robot's a lot stronger than Staff Officer Black's robot. <laughs> uh, at least it feels <laughs> that way. out for the Red Ribbon Army. Yeah, for real. The Pilaf gang has been back for, like, five seconds, and they already seem like more of a threat than the Red Ribbon Army did without uh, Tao at their oh, back. Oh, no, my joke gang is stronger than all of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Shu and Mai are the ones operating the satellite and watching its spy screen, which is overlooking Baba's palace, which Shu says is the location of the Dragon Ball cluster, which at this moment I was like, did Goku actually bring the Dragon Balls with them? I didn't remember at this moment. Yeah, they're in the little backpack. Yeah, I couldn't remember if he had brought that backpack with him or left it at Kame House. Well, he's got it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. you ask a good question. I can't answer it, but it's a good mm-hmm. one. Neither can the writers. Also, just realizing the Pilaf gang not only has death robots, but a Dragon Ball tracking satellite now. Uh, really, they're moving up in the world, which I which imagine is there's a huge... way more accurate than the Red Ribbon Army one. Yeah. And I imagine there's like a huge power vacuum in the criminal underworld right now that the Red Ribbon Army has been gone. It's been uh, like two days. Yeah. Which Pilaf, I think, is just trying to take over to some degree. <laughs> Uh, see, I don't see. I don't. I disagree because I don't think Pilaf's even aware that the Red Ribbon Army existed. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think he's even aware that there is a such thing as a criminal empire. I think he's just like, I love hanging out with my friends, <laughs> <laughs> and this is going to be the thinly veiled excuse to do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I a lot like this him. podcast. Uh, no, this is serious time. I don't fucking like. This <laughs> yeah, you're right. Situation you're right. Whatsoever. You're right. I fucking hate both of you. Yeah. Thank no. you. Yeah, we just gotta get that out now. I don't want people to be, like, looking up the trivia like it's, I don't know, any sitcom that went on for more than three seasons where everyone hates each other now. Yeah, cheers looking at you. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh. But anyway, they pan the image again? over just a little bit because they're like looking at like the main building and being like, well, that's where the rat Dragon Balls are. And they pan over just in time to see Goku getting his ass handed to him by his own grandpa. Um, which I I want to know how long in the end, like real time or in universe time, uh, Goku was just getting fucking bodied by Grandpa Gohan. I mean, it has to be at least like ten minutes because they we start this conversation. He's getting his ass beat. We end this conversation. We cut back to the arena where he's still getting his ass beat, and that continues for more time. Mm-hmm. Which I will say, on the whole, I still love this fight. This is the weakest part of the fight because it loses a lot of that back and forth. Well, I mean, at this point, uh, the fight's over. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> the fight The fight ended at the end when Grandpa Gohan eating dirt before. This this, this is just the aftermath. <laughs> True. To be honest, um, the fight ended the moment Goku's tail got grabbed. Then it was over. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But... Grandpa Gohan is like, you have to watch your weaknesses, like, out loud as he, like, slams <laughs> Goku a wham, few more times. Wham. And this lets Shu and Mai, whose space satellite can apparently pick up audio from fucking orbit, which is impressive. Um, Shu and Mai are like, he has a weakness. He has a weakness! <laughs> like, it's run afraid. off. Yeah, it is <laughs> it's big, afraid. it's afraid energy. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, once again, proving that after, like, ten seconds of being back on screen, they are a bigger threat than the Red Ribbon Army was. (laughs) Well, you know, until Jarreau finishes his project, but we aren't there yet. (laughs) Shu and Mai go tell Pilaf the news of Goku's new weakness. Well, not new weakness. The weakness that they finally discovered. And Pilaf is like, ah, Yes, it's obvious. The tail didn't even go with his outfit. <laughs> Which is my favorite reasoning ever. Ah, <laughs> oh, God, I'm trying to remember the name of the guy who voices Pilaf. I think the same voice actor voices both Pilaf and Cell in Dragon Ball's dub. Uh, and he Damian is so Clark. good at th- What? Damien Clark? It might be Damien Clark. I'm not, I, I think don't that's the guy 100%. who does Cell. Yeah, that Damian Clark is the guy who does sell. I'm not 100% that it's also Damian Clark as Pilaf. But just the dub Pilaf really sells the, like, I am a fucking dick dastardly level villain. As in, you should not take me very seriously, but I am evil. This, <laughs> Which is, this Everything I'm about to do, it's going to be in the name of a bit. I just don't know I'm the part of the bit yet. Uh, yeah, according, which, to, according to Google, it is Chuck Huber. No, never mind. It's the same guy voices Android 17 and Pilaf. Pilaf, Garlic Jr., 1713, Mr. Shu, and a couple other people. Yeah, which is a hell of a range. Mm -hmm. I want to point out, Uh, this whole Dragon Ball GT just says Android 17, Hellfighter 17, Super 17. I just like that there are that many 17s. That's all I have. The Super 7, okay, GT is not great. And the Super 17 arc is the worst arc of GT. It is the low of the low point of the franchise. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of dumb shit happens in the Super 17 arc. But Chuck Huber got a paycheck. (laughs) That's what mattered. At the end of the day, that's all you can hope for. I did love just a power scaling question that like TFS pointed out in a review where they're like, we're pretty sure... Android 17 from Super could kill Super 17 from GT. 
Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But back to this. Uh, Pilaf just... He has a little picnic table set up now that he's outside of the death robot. And he's just got a glass of wine in his hand. And he just fucking... Like, it's still mostly full. And he just chugs it. Slams that back. Yeah, which is... Which is strong. <laughs> For when you want to be classy, but you also want to get your crunk yeah. on. I do oh, want yeah. to get my crunk on. Mm-hmm. I God, say this all the time. The <laughs> statement that you made still makes me... Sorry, that Zach, you said, really solidified everything I think about Pilaf now. It's like, everything he does is part of a bit, but he is taking it all 100% seriously. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. what makes it funnier. I believe I said <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm taking well, it. You said it. Fucking piece of shit. <laughs> no, no, it's mine. No take backsies. No. Two, I care two about of, my thing. Two yeah. out of three podcasters agree. It was my line. <laughs> but I do love the line that he says. He, like, downs the wine and he's like, Aha! I won't sleep with a nightlight tonight! <laughs> I am peel off a... the invincible. Tonight I sleep without my nightlight. <laughs> Which is, these two lines together are so fucking... Encapsulates the, the totality of peel off. So, I love him so, so well. much. It's so good. I love Dragon Ball Pilaf. Um, above him, there's just a fucking chipmunk eating an apple in like a tree, and <laughs> As he one just, does. Yeah, and the chipmunk's now like eating all the way down to the core. Uh, the chipmunk just tosses the apple as Pilaf is like evil laughing, and just tosses the core straight into Pilaf's mouth, <laughs> and then Pilaf just fucking like eats it just swallows it whole and he's like delicious why is this here Uh, because he has to save face in front of his minions he can't just spit it out i I think he's legitimate i think he like ate the core of this apple and was like that was good (laughs) why have i never tried this and then just and then he just picks up his sentence as if that didn't happen (laughs) and it's so funny Oh, it's so like dumb gag humor, but I found it so funny. <laughs> uh, Pilaf then picks up his anti-dragon radar shielded container, which is like a mouthful, which he has the last Dragon Ball inside of, explaining why Bulma could not track the last Dragon Ball and giving a reason for this scene to exist. <laughs> yeah, the, it, this re- this stuff is so fucking stupid. This is some of the dumbest bullshit in Dragon Ball, and I hate it, but also love it, because it, this is where I had to go back and go, hey, Tor- maybe Toriyama really does have it together. Or he's like, I don't know, it's in a freaking box that I can't look into. It's like lead. And you're like, all right, I don't fucking <laughs> yeah. know anymore, man. It's I want to like, give hmm. it to you, and you, the next week I got to take it away again, because this is dumb as hell. Hmm, where should damn I don't I don't I didn't plan out where I should put the last oh, dragon ball. Where, where should I put it? Where should I put it? Where should I put it? God, God, yes, God. yes, routing assistant. Um, what if we just have Bob have it? No, you fucking idiot! I've got it. Pilaf's gonna have it in a lead-lined lunchbox. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's good, that's good, that's good. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> Too late. I, I've already written it down. No, I was, I was down for an excuse to get Pilaf back into the plot. <laughs> <laughs> but you can bring Pilaf eight times. You're like, I need the Dragon Balls. Pilaf will be like, I have. I'm looking for the Dragon Balls I've too. One of I'm them. a dumb idiot. And like, you're like, I'm <laughs> sold already. Mm-hmm. Him having a lead lined box. I'm not letting this go. Um, <laughs> dumb as hell. I do. Way to go, Bulma. 
I'm fine with it, as it once again cements that Pilaf is a much greater threat than the Red Ribbon <laughs> Army if he could actually you know what, figure out enough. how to do this. <laughs> God, the Red um, Ribbon Army really did suck. Yeah. Why was everyone afraid of them again? Speaking of the Red Ribbon Army, I love that Pilaf laments that he's like, man, I wish that Red Lunchbox wasn't already taken or I would have just called it that. <laughs> Which... <laughs> Was a very funny joke to me, just like a fun, like, just sideline, which makes me think, like, how illegal was the Red Ribbon Army if they could officially trademark this piece of technology? <laughs> um, there, uh, you know, we all love trademarks here. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, Pilaf is then like, well, let's go get the drop on Goku, since he can't find us, and just <laughs> take the Dragon Balls from him. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Mai then lets Pilaf know that Goku was fighting in one of Baba's tournaments and may learn where they are if he wins, which Mai just knows offhand uh, who Baba is and of what course. she does. Um, but Pilaf is like, she's got to be a fraud fortune teller. Obviously. What's the reason he says again? I think I forgot uh, to write look it at the Look at the size of her crystal ball. She's obviously compensating for something. Yeah. <laughs> big uh, if true. Big if true. <laughs> I think um, there was some other reason, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah. And he's like, well, even if he does find them, Pilaf, I'm pretty sure that our three little machines will be able to stop him. And they cut over, and we see that there are two more mech suits for Shu and Mai. Which, aw, he made mech suits for Shu and Mai, too. So <laughs> well, yeah, who else is he going to throw into battle as meat shields? Uh-huh. Also exactly. true. They all hit buttons and capsulize their robot suits, which is the word that Pilaf uses. He's like, capsulize and move out, which I'm like, I'm glad that we have a verb for this now. I guess that's the official word now. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least it's the one that Pilaf is trying to make happen. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just ready to kill the shit out of Goku and get the Dragon Balls. Also, and I wanted to point out, there's a shot of the car driving away that they're in. The Mercedes-Benz, because the next time we see it, they do a very deliberate shot of the front of it. And it is the Mercedes-Benz logo. Like, not at all changed. I'm pretty sure they <laughs> got paid that. for that. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so, dude. That's so good. Yeah. But there's a little dub exclusive, like, exchange as the car is driving away. Kind of like... We had the shot before with, like, Oolong and Launch in the plane having, like, a quick little aside when they were off screen. Mm-hmm. Only in the dub. Because I switched to the sub and there's just nothing. Like, it just shows the car driving away. Mm-hmm. But in the dub, Pilaf is like, Mai, can you hand me one of the sandwiches we packed for lunch? <laughs> and then Shu's like, I ate it. <laughs> and I'm like, this isn't very funny. But I do find it fun from a character little perspective. <laughs> Isn't very good, but I do. But like I appreciate it. that it's here. Yeah, I don't it's like very this, much a. But this like is a kids show joke. <laughs> oh yeah, extremely. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, it, it does add a little bit of flavor to the characters more um, as they're presented in this, which is fun. Back to the fight. Where literally nothing has changed and Goku is still being reintroduced <laughs> to the ground repeatedly and harshly. And so we rejoin Go- the fight in the same state we left it. Yeah. But Goku refuses to give up. So Gohan's like, alright, I'm just gonna keep doing this until you do. <laughs> I'm, gonna keep, I'm gonna keep moving my arm and if you hit the ground, that's your fault. Yeah. 
The gang can't believe that Gohan would do this to his own grandson. And they all know they can't help Goku, but they just can't stand watching Goku get hurt so badly. Uh, which, this is like the most outmatched it's felt Goku has been since Tao round one now. Um, but I do love, I think it's during this that Roshi's like, Gohan wouldn't just wail on him for no reason. We have to trust that he's got a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's called revenge, Yo- Roshi. Yeah. This is for turning into a big-ass monkey. <laughs> Slamming him. <laughs> for a moment, Gohan stops. <laughs> like, just for a second. He's like, man, your friends are really loyal. They would do anything for you, even though they're doing nothing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Baba tells Gohan that's what, like, that's what it means to be a true friend to do nothing when you could do something ah uh, the Dragon Ball way <laughs> yeah Baba's right, like well I'm gonna log you... off now see y'all <laughs> god damn it <laughs> Baba's like hey Gohan or hey fighter I don't know if she knows his actual she name d- she that's actually doesn't mm-hmm. like, hello you fighter <laughs> Can you wrap this up? I'm going to get my ball waxed in an hour. <laughs> Which is new. Big a, same. Yeah, big same. Big mood. Oh, no. And Gohan's what? like... You know Gohan, what? <laughs> Gohan's like, oh, yeah, this is almost done. The boy and I just have a few things to pound out first. <laughs> Which I'm like, oh, my. Am I on the weird part of Pornhub again? <laughs> Why do I keep looking up this specific search query? Well, guess I'm here. <laughs> Boy gets pounded. By <laughs> I'm not sure I'm comfortable with where this bit's going. Ste- What's up? Gohan starts slamming Goku. Gohan starts slamming Goku into the ring again. And Krillin pitches that the gang call for a timeout to give Goku a moment to catch his breath without <laughs> them interfering. He's like, yeah, we can do that. It's like football, right? Um, but Roshi's like no we cannot interfere in any way (laughs) Uh, Bulma then tells him Goku doesn't even know he's fighting his grandpa but Roshi's like he's gonna figure it out eventually and it doesn't matter (laughs) be patient (laughs) oh this is when he's like Gohan has good judgment so that we all gotta trust him but finally this fucking just beatdown comes to an end because Goku's tail breaks off. <laughs> it is horrifying. Yeah. This, this is, like, bad. I, I was like... Yeah. You're it's, right. It's bad from a story perspective in that Goku doesn't do... Like, Goku is inactive in terms of being a protagonist. Like, he's passive as a protagonist here. Like, this happens to him. Goku does not do this. Like, if Goku had made, like, a rough decision and just somehow cut his own tail off, I would have been a little more satisfied with this. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is, you know, you want your protagonist to be active in a story, to do the things that affect the plot and affect them. Goku does not do that. This happens to him. <laughs> um, but yeah, even Gohan's like, oh shit, oh, um, oh, <laughs> oh fuck, I didn't mean to also, do that. really fucking brutal and painful. Yeah, at least you don't have to worry about this weakness anymore. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, Pilaf is completely fucked now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the gang is actually really happy about seeing Goku's tail violently pop off of him because they're like, ha, 
He doesn't have a weakness anymore. Yeah. Goku's like, fuck! <laughs> fuck, this hurts! Oh, Jesus! <laughs> yeah, everybody's super chill the... about the brutal maiming. You fucking took a thing. Right in front of you imagine, like, taking someone's leg and ripping it off and being like, well, my bad. Like, no, what the fuck? <laughs> and then imagine you don't need all this your... anymore. Yeah, then imagine all your friends watch it happen. They're like, ah, I'm glad your leg finally came off. Now you can yeah. go right back at it. And Goku's like, what the you fuck? Back. Ow, what the fuck is wrong with all of you? Why are you smiling? <laughs> he's like holding his tail stub. Um, but I I do love that he's like, oh, you don't have that weakness anymore. And I told you, and that's when Gohan is like, I told you that if you did not get this tail weakness under control, this would be your downfall, Goku. And between him saying his name and telling him this, Goku realizes like oh sorry i skipped ahead a little bit um goku's in tremendous pain and this is like tail number three i think that goku's lost uh right two is there three? was this, this is two right it's yeah, scissors the second time or did he there was or did big scissors and then he grew it back scissors. during the tournament and That's remember true. roshi blew up the moon did he rip off the tail yeah. then after that or no no or no he just blew up the moon yeah Huh. Just the okay, but this is the first time he was awake for it. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, well, he technically Goku's... awake, but just wasn't con- like wasn't. Yeah, I guess that's couldn't true. comprehend his yeah. ape. Still, Goku is real pissed that Gohan took his tail though, and the, but the gang feels re- reassured because they're like, all right, Goku doesn't have this big glaring weakness anymore, so he can come right back at it. Goku takes a stance and starts like slowly creeping up to Gohan, like very deliberately approaching him but Gohan surrenders to Goku with a laugh Goku is real confused Gohan's <laughs> like I lost I'm defeated you win the gang is like what and me the audience member is like what <laughs> I, <laughs> what my work here is done yeah as much as I love 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 the first episode of this fight I will say the end of it is a little anticlimactic. <laughs> um, the aftermath of it kind of makes up for it. Mm-hmm. But the ending of this fight is definitely a, a little anticlimactic. Yeah, I, I um, think like the true end of that fight, like we've all like talked about, is like when Goku gets his crab town starts beating. And then, and then it becomes like the let's get to the story part of the story. Yeah. But the fight scene yeah. before that is all it's all very I think all that stuff's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. No, I still enjoy it. I do. Uh, I do think whole. this is like as a whole. I, do, I think this is like a weaker aspect of them being like, "Okay, Goku, you remember when I said you need to protect your weaknesses?" And I was like, "Dog, that's not been established, freaking whatsoever." Mm-hmm. In yeah. The stories, this feels very like tacked on. Like I have to have some sort of like reason why Gohan's back. I need to figure this out. But like, I think mm-hmm. you could legitimately be like him coming back and be like, "I just want to see my son again." Um, mm-hmm. And Goku, the only to, way you need to deal with this weakness still. Like this is a problem, and then then that could be like expanded on further in the story. It feels like it's almost written like a little out of order in his head. Yeah, yeah. it's like the beats are here, and the execution is good for like ninety percent of these beats. This is just like the ten percent. Yeah, um, where you're just kind of like, oh, okay, sure. But I would still call this overall fight, at least to me, this is probably my high point for the series so far. Like, this is my favorite fight that we've been through, both from a choreography perspective and, like, a story beats perspective. I really enjoyed this one. But, yeah, this is when what I was talking about earlier, what I skipped ahead to, Gohan tells Goku 
Uh, you've come very far in a really short time, but I told you that that tail weakness would be your undoing if you didn't master it. Which, with that, and with him calling him Goku, Goku is now like, wait, are you my, like, trails off? And then Gohan unmasks himself, revealing that this is Gohan to Goku. Goku is just overcome with joy in just a really, really heartwarming way. He rushes straight at Grandpa Gohan, like tears rushing down his face, just super happy to see his grandpa again, and just hugs him. Uh, it's And the gang it starts crying a little bit too, and I got a little like, oh. Like this is just such a sweet, sweet moment. Sweet, so sweet moment. It's extremely sweet. Mm-hmm. Gohan then is like, are you okay, Goku? Like, are you still in pain? I didn't mean to rip that tail off of you. <laughs> I'm really uh, fucking sorry about that, by the way. Yeah, I just wanted to I just wanted to re-emphasize and see if you had trained away that weak spot. I had to beat um, the shadow you to make sure you remember. <laughs> it was the only really? way. It was yeah. the only way. Truly with pretty, him. <laughs> it is pretty brutal. And it's hard to go from how brutal that beatdown was to how sweet he's being now. <laughs> but I do like... The reasoning he gave for, like, grabbing his tail and everything was to be like, well, I've seen that you were trained all this other stuff, so I had to see if you had done this one thing I told you you needed to do. And he didn't. And he had not. Extremely (laughs) Goku energy. But I I think it's, yeah, I think it's better that he hadn't, as it's also, like, a story element of being like, Goku still has shit to learn. Mm -hmm. Um, And while Goku wins this fight, with, like, air quotes, wins this fight, Goku does lose this fight to a sensei, which also, again, hits on a point like the Roshi fight did of, like, there are people stronger than Goku still. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, which is important, especially in, like, a shonen anime like this, that we need a goal for Goku to strive toward. And yeah. here's another one. Now that now that he's surpassed Roshi, we needed a new a new bar. And now we have it. Which I was like, awesome. Sweet. We got it. Um, but yeah, uh, Goku or Gohan also like a proud dad just tells him he is like very impressed by Goku's strength and skill and he's sure he's been taking lessons with Roshi and then Gohan turns and greets his old friend Roshi and Roshi's like, why'd you wear a mask? Which I like this reasoning just again, the, the, the general principle of don't put a character in a mask if you don't have a reason for it Mm -hmm. and Gohan is like, well, I thought if Goku knew who I was, he wouldn't go all out. And I needed to see what his real potential was. Which I liked. And it's like the same reasoning, or not the same, but a similar reasoning of Roshi doing the Jackie Chun thing, I guess. Um, Although I think that was just more to maintain his own mysterious, what's my upper level of power to Goku. Yeah. Uh, While this one's like, I needed to see what Goku's full power was. Well, yeah, because Roshi's whole deal was like putting Goku in the dirt at the tournament, while Gohan's was more, all right, well, let's feel him out, see how he's doing. Yeah, which I love this as like both a father figure and like a teacher, like a martial arts teacher type motivation is very good Um, and really says a lot about Gohan. Like he's a lot, he feels he's a lot gentler than like Roshi and even Korin. (laughs) Um, oh, sure. Yeah. 
Slam. What? Slam. <laughs> slam. Just the I know juxtaposition. It's just the juxtaposition there. There like, is a intercut is in the, the video. It's a lot gentler. Whack. Whack. And then the tail gets ripped off. Gentler. It is. There's a weird yin and yang. <laughs> to no, no, go no. I, I understand exactly what you mean, but, you know, saying it out loud with the juxtaposition of two minutes ago. It's funny. Yeah. And it is, it, there is almost like a moment. I feel like it was only like after the episode ended that I was like, wait, Gohan was fucking wailing on him two seconds before this. <laughs> there, nice is a, there is an end of episode. He's slamming his face in the ground. Next episode, slamming his face into the ground. Like he's <laughs> fucking destroying no, no, no. Goku. Last, last end time of episode. on Dragon Ball. Wham. Don't, wham. Yeah. This time on Dragon Ball. Wham, don't, for- wham. <laughs> don't forget the all-important last time on Dragon Ball. Wham, wham. Title card with Grandpa Gohan doing a goofy pose. Oh, we love this him. This time wham, on Dragon Ball. Wham. wham. <laughs> so good. That's up there with Bat-Cat for, like, unintentional yeah. comedy. <laughs> uh, but this is when Bulba asks the big question. It's like, you're dead, right? <laughs> to which Gohan's like, Oh, I'm Rude. still very much dead. <laughs> I fucking died. Yeah. <laughs> and G- Bulma's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Baba then explains yeah. the concept of Otherworld for the first time in the Dragon Ball story. Like, this is the first time Otherworld comes up, which it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, I go to Otherworld to recruit new fighters for my tournament team. And... Gohan reveals that he's like, yeah, I'm only here on the one day pass, a mechanic that we're going to see again in Z and Super, which I appreciate. Uh, Baba also reveals that her adding Gohan to the team was no coincidence because she had seen Goku coming in a vision and Gohan had approached her asking her if she had seen a vision of a young boy with a monkey tail coming to fight her someday. Uh, but she didn't know Gohan was Goku's grandpa. Like, she didn't know this whole shtick here. I think she's just like, you want to put on a costume? Cool. All my other guys have costumes, so that's fine. <laughs> it you sticks wanna... with the aesthetic. We're a yeah. costume-ass wanna... place. You want to dress like a classic movie monster from, like, the old 20s and 30s films? No, you want to wear a bunny oh, mask? All right, whatever. Well, I guess Boss Carrot was a thing. Yeah. Sort of breaks theme, but I'll I'll let you have it. <laughs> but you're really fucking powerful, so I guess I'll let it slide. Yeah. Gohan then thanks Roshi for being a great mentor to Goku in both martial arts. Yes, he is a good martial arts mentor. <laughs> and life. Fuck no. No, God, not I even close. Roshi is a good mentor in life in the sense that you should just do the opposite in your life of what you see <laughs> Roshi does. He's a good mentor in the sense that he shows you exactly the wrong way to be a person. <laughs> I would say Gohan. he's, like, a good person to, like, learn life from, except in that one very specific area where you never learn from old people, and that is relationships with other with women in this respect. <laughs> you never learn yeah. from old people. You don't take advice from your grandfather on how to date. You maybe take advice from your dad if your dad's pretty cool. But other than that, you figure it out on your own because they're always wrong. And Master Roshi is very, very wrong and um, yeah. a sexual harasser by being wrong. <laughs> exactly. 
Gohan also asks if Goku, like, he leans in real close to Roshi. And he's like, hey, does Goku t- turn into a fucking, like, monster monkey thing at night in the moonlight? To which Roshi's like, ah, he hasn't done that since I blew up the moon. Which <laughs> Gohan doesn't even fucking blink at the mm-hmm. fact that Roshi's like, I blew oh, okay. up the moon. Oh, he's okay. just like, good, good, good. All right, that's good. Yeah, whomst amongst <laughs> us hasn't blown up the fucking moon every once in a while. <laughs> Goku said, like, hold on, hold on, Gohan, I want to show you something. And he, like, runs into the building, runs back out with the pink backpack, dumps the Dragon Balls in front of him, and he's like, it's your four-star ball. Which I, I loved that Goku was like, mm-hmm. I have to show him I've been taking care of this thing. Um, This is when Bulma fills Gohan in. Because uh, Gohan's like, oh, you built quite a little collection of these things. Which <laughs> <laughs> Bulma's found. like... Yeah, <laughs> Bulma's like, I can explain this here, and explains what the Dragon Balls are and what they do, and then we get an extremely cost-effective montage yeah. of Goku and Bulma meeting Oolong, Goku and Bulma meeting, them meeting Oolong, Yamcha. It's, it's literally just the series up to this point in weird, like, flashback montage form with Bulma, like, misleading narratoring over it. Yeah. Being like, we had a little bit of a challenge, and then showing all of the Nazi men that they murdered. Um, But that's okay, we always made sure to help out the innocent and punish the morons, which isn't the good dichotomy? I I feel like... Those aren't aren't opposites? Yeah, there's like some problems there. That is a bad statement, Bulma. I'm like, Bulma, what side do you think you're on? (laughs) Bulma on her own side. Bulma ain't allies of no one. She's yeah, playing Bulma both is, sides. That way she always wins. Bulma is true neutral. And I would not be surprised to learn that a lot of the things the Red Ribbon Army was using was made at Capsule Corp. How do you think they got so much money? Hmm. <laughs> like, Bulma, like, seeing the Red Ribbon Army for the first time, it's like, they're the richest, most well-equipped illegal militia in the world. And like, how do you know that? It's like, because I sold them those guns. Yeah. <laughs> I love money more than I respect the people around me. There's always money in the arms trade. The Lord of War movie starts playing, but with Bulma as the lead. Fuck. Finally. Something good. Oh, and there's also a song playing underneath this whole montage that I labeled as a butt rock banger. It is. It's very strong Sonic original soundtrack <laughs> level rock music. Um, Krillin then tells Upa that they can bring his dad back for sure now, but Upa gets hit with like a little bit of guilt because he's like, "How can I ask Goku to wish my dad back when he's now seen his grandpa and wants his grandpa back?" That's what Gohan interjects, and he's like, "Oh, other world's great. <laughs> I'd rather just stay there, honestly." <laughs> Not a lot of cool people I, there. I'm writing in my notes at this moment. Gohan's fine in other worlds, surrounded by blackjack and hookers. At which point, Gohan turns to Roshi and goes, I'm friends with a lot of people, especially a bunch of brunettes. I'm like, oh my god, that's actually his reason. Yeah. My god, he's a swinger. <laughs> it's so... That's very good. <laughs> um, Which is like, uh... That's funny. <laughs> but he also views... Roshi as a role model so it's also simultaneously very concerning look he's a good judge he's a good martial artist he is a terrible judge of character 
Yeah. <laughs> He'd meet Frieza and be like, that guy's really got it figured out. <laughs> well, it's it's going to be like uh, right back to what I said earlier, right? It's going to be like, great father, you know, great martial arts trainer, probably a sexual harasser. We just have to accept that about any man who's <laughs> not Goku dumb in this series. Yeah. Until or proven Yamcha otherwise. shy. Yamcha is not a harasser. Yeah, he's too scared uh, to talk to women. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Baba, or you know, Roshi's like, nice. And then Baba flies over and just slaps the shit out of Roshi. And Yamcha's like, I knew there was something I'd like about her. <laughs> I'm like, damn, her. dude, fucking love Yamcha. Yeah, all this, <laughs> my respect for Yamcha just like skyrocketed for a bit, but also was like, so Yamcha knows this is wrong. Why hasn't he done anything to stop it? Could, you, could he stop Roshi? That's true. No. Roshi could probably kill Yamcha just by thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, Baba, like, then, like, he's like, haha, how do we stop him? How do you stop Master Roshi? He is older than any man that has ever existed, pro- probably, and is, strong, is the strongest human alive currently. Hmm. Uh, the answer is you don't. Yeah. You placate him. <laughs> and on that chilling note, with with workout videos, <laughs> Baba then tells them like, "All right, let's hurry this fucking shit up. Y'all gotta wish. Y'all gotta the fucking vision. Y'all want to see the Dragon Ball? I'll fucking do it." Which <laughs> not, it's not quite that level of I don't give a fuck, but it's real close to that level of like, "All right, well, y'all got the wish, so fuck off. Yeah. Here you go." I'm pulling up the vision now. If anybody cares. That is the best line. And <laughs> she's like, got the ball up as they're all talking, and she's just turned. She's like, I'm I'm playing the vision. It's y'all up to y'all to actually watch it. <laughs> Think it, I can. Again, just the the perfect characterization of Baba in the dub here is just so good. Between like whoever transcribed, like translated the lyrics and whoever played the part, it's very funny. <laughs> Baba is like I I, la- I at least chuckle a little bit at like half of her lines because <laughs> she is just so fucking funny. Um, very dry humor, unlike a lot of the characters in the show. <laughs> um, Gohan is then like, all right, well, I'm gonna go now. <laughs> Y'all have a good time. Uh, and hey, you guys, look after Goku while I'm gone. So I'm like, aw. And Gohan picks up Goku, and he's like, you have a strong heart, and I'm proud of you. Aww. <laughs> then he wishes them farewell, and he's like, I'll see you all again in another world. To which Roshi's like, I, I hope, like, not soon. <laughs> <laughs> I sincerely hope we don't. Yeah, he's like, don't take offense, but I don't want to die soon. <laughs> <laughs> um... But Goku shouts after Gohan after he disappears, because Gohan just does, like, an instant transmission-esque, like, warp away. Mm-hmm. And Gohan, Goku's like, hey, when my tail grows back, I'll trade it to be stronger than ever and get over this weakness. Which I'm like, that's a nice little note to to end this on. Goku being like, I heard you loud and clear. I'm going to work on it. Um, Baba then starts telling the future. Uh, doing yeah she's like y'all gonna watch or y'all just want me to do this over here alone uh then she shows pilaf's car with the dragon ball inside which they're just seeing the car on the outside they can't see who's in it mm-hmm. so they don't know that this is pilaf and bulma's like it's just in a fucking car why am i not able to pick it up i thought something <laughs> ate it 
man, this thing's uh, broken after all. Mm-hmm. Baba's then like, car's 200 miles uh, that way. <laughs> like, point not. <laughs> and, yeah, that's where the episode ends. So, yeah, overall, the end of the fight's a little anticlimactic, but the story beats it picks up to are good. So I'm like, in the mm-hmm. end, it, it's I'll still... I'll allow it. Yeah. It, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a full sticking of the landing, but I wouldn't call it a fumble of the landing either. It's like no. somebody like did the trick and then tripped a little bit, but then posed. It's, it's <laughs> like, just very, at worst, like just kind of boring ending where you're like, oh, okay, we, we have to hit these. This is I th-. He's like, I want to hit these points when it feels like you could have shuffled them around a bit to make more logical sense and a little bit more of like a thematic sense to it all. Mm-hmm. It feels more like he's like, nope, we got to really deal with Goku having a tail problem eventually and I just want to get rid of it. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, now Goku's me- stronger, faster, more easier to draw than ever. Yeah, I yeah. am curious if this is going to be the last time Goku grows and loses his tail. Because eventually Goku doesn't grow it back. There'll I just don't know how many times. when Goku does not have a tail. <laughs> mm-hmm. But now we move on to episode 77, which is Pilaf's Tactics. Which usually yeah. they aren't great. We'll <laughs> see how this one pans out. Goku is ready to head out to the car. We cut back. They're still just looking at Baba's ball. Uh, dead set on stealing this ball from this rando, I guess. Like, he doesn't know <laughs> yeah, this right? off. So he's just like, yeah, I'm just going to take it. Uh, Thank God it was a dick that had it. Yeah. Yamcha and Ko are a little more hesitant. And Bulma is still confused. At like, oh, but why can't I fucking see? It's just in a Mercedes Benz. <laughs> 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 Uh, and but Goku calls the Nimbus and just sets out, and then Yamcha finally stops to be like, "Hey, wait, who's in the car?" <laughs> <laughs> Cut to without answering this question, <laughs> the car, and this is the shot that just is a straight on of the front of the car and the literal Mercedes Benz logo. Like this is not modified in any way to be like it's. Mercedes men's or some shit like I think mm-hmm. they got paid for this <laughs> judging by this one shot where they really prominently put the logo on display um and Pilaf is just pumped as hell to steal the last dragon balls now that he knows Goku's weakness he then like gets a little teary eyed and laments like I wish I'd known this sooner but now's the time. <laughs> well, yeah, he's been so traumatized by Goku and the loss of his castle that he sleeps with a nightlight now. Hmm. Shu then points out that they've been chasing this boy down for a hot minute. And Pilaf f- has a very cost-effective flashback to both Goku ripping up his fortress as an Ozaru. And he also sees the Red Ribbon Army destroying the Flying Death Fortress, which... I guess he blames Goku for. <laughs> um, cut back to the car, and Pilaf is in legit tears. Sorry for all the hardships he's put Shu and Mai through. <laughs> like, this is the most empathy he's shown them to date. Um, but Pilaf is like, but I'm, I'm going to make sure this wasn't for nothing. So we're going to get the Dragon Balls and wish for the Pilaf dynasty to begin. <laughs> Which just shows him on a cliffside like it's a fucking boy band music video with his arms outstretched. <laughs> uh, declaring it started to the world. 
And then this is my favorite bit in all of these episodes when Shu's like, wow, Saya, what's your plan? What's your emperor of the world? Which Pilaf's like, I am. Um, well, that's easy. I'm, uh, uh, you know, it's complicated to think about what one will do whenever they take over the planet. No, no. Tell me in excruciating detail. I, uh, uh fuck off, Shu. <laughs> Smacks. Oh, jeez. Which I loved this bit because it is like <laughs> Pilaf. It is the it's big like plankton being like uh I didn't think I'd get this far <laughs> like energy. <laughs> yeah, just very much like no, come on, you can tell us. Yeah, no. where no, Pilaf hasn't mean. realized that his goal is really more of a step than a goal. I thought Zach was going to say like a dog chasing a car. I was going to say that he's gotten <laughs> he's gotten lost in the sauce. Yeah, truly. Hey, not all those that are lost in the or that are in the sauce are lost. <laughs> peel off would probably the sauce, say right the now. man is lost. Cut back to Goku flying toward Pilaf, unaware that he is about to face that little gremlin man again. He hops onto the roof of the car. <laughs> They're sick Mercedes Benz. I will go out of my way to point out the brand as much as possible because of that one fucking Wait, is shot. There a Mercedes Benz in this? Yeah, we're not sponsored, by the way. No, I wish we were sponsored. I wish we had sold out already at this point. <laughs> um, I think they were literally like, what was that noise? <laughs> Cutting them on the inside as they hear like the thump of Goku yeah. landing. Like, is it like a bird? Like a rock <laughs> or something? And then Goku just like pokes his head down in the front windshield. And he's like, hey, what's up? Y'all got a Dragon Ball? And then he's like, wait. Do I know you? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just very chaotic energy. <laughs> I love that he just like sort of halfway recognizes them. Yeah, he's like, hold on. You look familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Have I punched you before? Yeah, for real. Uh, the Pilaf gang then fucking swerves to a stop, throwing Goku off, but he's fine. He just like springboards over to his feet. Um, and Goku's like, wait. You're that asshole I've been trying to face. Like, Goku gets legit mad. When I he know realizes. you. You're bad people. Mm -hmm. Mai is like, hey, um, so the element of surprise is fucking shot, but we can still try the mechs. Which Pilaf <laughs> is like, yeah, yeah, we, we, we got this. They don't got this. They definitely <laughs> don't got this. This is the Pilaf gang. <laughs> um, the Pilaf gang then steps out all smiles and then there's a shot like overhead of the two of them approaching each other like it's a fucking western showdown about to happen so good <laughs> and like literally one of them which i didn't check to see if this was a dubism but Shu just straight up whistles the <laughs> like yeah, as they so walk good. towards each other <laughs> and like a gust of wind blows across it's so it's so much funnier because it's Pilaf that's getting yeah. this treatment. Like, you have to like imagine the 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 outright. There's a normal human woman in like a trench coat with like a holstered gun, like standing up. And like there an is a spy outfit. Yeah, yeah, and like an eighty spy outfit. A small gremlin with a beanie on, holding a ball that has stars on it, and a dog that's a ninja, the same, a little bit smaller than the gremlin. All standing out, arms put out like they're about to all draw guns, and there's a fucking monkey child also standing there doing the same thing at the other side. And you're like, ah, oh, yes, 
all of this I understand. <laughs> yeah. all, of humans, all of human civilization has culminated in this one This moment. is considered one of the best anime of all time, and I agree. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, like, even if the like humming that Shu does is a pure dubism, it fits the scene so perfectly because mm-hmm. it's the peel-off gang. They know what that they're doing. Feel, that feels like what Shu would do to try to add some pizzazz to the moment. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I respect him, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pilaf and Co. are resolute that they shall definitely walk away with all the seven Dragon Balls. Pilaf challenges Goku to a regular old showdown. Goku wins, he gets the Dragon Ball. But if they win, they get all six of his Dragon Balls. Goku's like, how do you know I have the Dragon Balls? Eh, whatever, okay, cool. And then Pilaf, on him, Goku doesn't even have them on with him. Yeah. Pilaf's like, pinky swear? To which Goku's like, it's impolite to swear. <laughs> bit, this is good. Got me. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, you know, all right. if it wasn't Goku, I'd think he was being a smartass. <laughs> it can be, though. <laughs> Pilaf straight up has to walk over to Goku, just do the step-by-step of explaining what a pinky swear is and how one does it, then does it, and then he's like, all right, cool, now you're obligated to the rules. Goku's like, oh, wait, we, oh, that was the agree, okay, whatever, I already said no, yes. No take backsies. Yeah. Um, Goku's like, I already agreed, but all right, fine. <laughs> uh, the peel-off gang just then like, all right, now, and throws out their Vex suit capsules. Shu and Mai, like, expertly fucking fling themselves in. Like, this is some, like, Power Rangers ass bullshit of them just like getting in, and then Pilaf is like behind them, like, wait, hold on, I need one of you to boost me into the machine, <laughs> <laughs> and has to like struggle to get in himself. But now he's ready. And the first thing I thought when I saw all three of these standing next to each other, I'm like, these fuckers better combine like a mega sword. <laughs> <laughs> Pilaf tells Goku that these are the most advanced suits he ever built. And ask if Goku's ready to surrender. Goku's like, "What? Why does everybody ask me? No, I'm not giving up, <laughs> and I will Pilaf's never like, oh, be." Oh sc- man! Yeah. To which he goes, "I will never be scared of you, Pilaf." And Pilaf's like, "What? That? Look, this advanced piece of technology—it's really fucking high tech. You should be scared." <laughs> I worked so long on this. The least you could do is act impressed. Yeah, but Goku won't have it. And so- Pilaf. The machines, okay. right? The green, uh-huh. pink, and purple one, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm, I have a broken brain because I saw them. I was like, ah, Among Us was like the first thing that went into my head. <laughs> oh, Like no. so quickly. And I was like, my brain's broken. Oh, no. <laughs> like so fast. <laughs> like I was like, oh, no. I'm like, but this is some animated ass Among Us, especially the pink one. <laughs> the pink one is just an Among Us. Not? It fucked me up. My brain but don't with work ours. no more. Yeah. When the pilaf is sus. Yeah. <laughs> my brain broke. I know good no more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all I have. I'm sorry. I just I was watching. I was like, that's Among Us. When, no, no chase. <laughs> and then he immediately punched himself. Mm-hmm. I do love that right after they like pose and everything and peel off. like, you should be afraid. My show him how this works. Mai's like, <laughs> what? No, you do it. <laughs> Pilaf's like, what? My, what the fuck? My. Come on, I need you to show him how this works. And it's like it's like she suddenly is revealing that she has zero confidence in this device. Which, which, fair. which she shouldn't. 
Yeah, Mai is the most sensible of the entire peel-off gang. We've said this a million times before. And, yet and she, she stays it. with them. Yeah, it's it's like that she knows that he's an idiot and isn't going anywhere, but like the, money's the check's good. clear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she has no reason to leave. Um This is when Goku's like all right, I'm not waiting anymore, and just fucking throws himself across the battlefield and kicks right into Pilaf. Pilaf cowers in the face of Goku, and Goku fucking just bounces off, which Pilaf is just as surprised that this worked as Goku is, (laughs) Um, which is great. And then the machine is strong enough that uh, Goku throws a boulder at him, and Pilaf just eats the hit, no problem. Uh, Pilaf then Robo like extends the arm like it's fucking Bender in Futurama, just like extends his arm out and flings Goku around, just throwing him through a big ass rock nearby. Again, <laughs> really reasserting that the Pilaf gang is more threatening than the Red Ribbon Army. <laughs> yeah, at this moment, I was like, "Oh fuck, are we gonna get a new like fun fight?" Hmm. No, but this was hard a cool, cut. It's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> hard cut back to the gang chilling at Baba's palace, eating some snacks. Uh, Baba is again, or Bulma's again surprised that they couldn't see the Dragon Ball on the radar. She's so like, hey, Baba, can you just like show us who is driving? Baba's like, give me 10 million zenny. <laughs> Bulma, we just, we just won. Why won't you just show us this? Why won't you pay us? And, you know, one. They filled a deal, and Baba filled her part of the deal by showing them this because they won. Two, I imagine Baba's palace has some pretty crazy property taxes. So I, I assume got, has none. I don't think anyone yeah, ever goes. Like, there's it's, nobody so else there's out here. Only thing out there is a uh, Usher sh- ghost-shaped watering hole that I assume she created mm-hmm. because it is in the exact shape of Usher Ghost, our favorite character. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Who's and I just assume like, no one goes there. Yeah, Usher Ghost isn't here, therefore making this episode worse than the previous ones. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I am confused by them all having snacks and Usher Ghost not being the one serving them. Yeah. Well, where is where is Usher Ghost? Where mm-hmm. is my friend? Uh why is Bulma so hesitant to pay though? Because like Bulma has just huge fat stacks of cash. Yes, she has never checked book on No her. idea. <laughs> Suddenly, a damn crow just fucking flies into the room, just out of nowhere. And Baba's like, oh, shit, that's a bad omen. And then Yamcha's, like, boot string breaks, and then just a random mirror cracks with no one touching it. She's like, that's a fuck ton of bad omens. (laughs) I I love and hate this moment. (laughs) It's like, why? Why is this happening? Nobody knows. Cut back to Goku, who breaks out of the broken rock prison he was in, but then just falls right back down, obviously, like, concussed at this mm-hmm. moment. Uh, Shu then opens up with a fucking laser beam attack, and Goku barely dodges the onslaught before diving underground like some kind of mole person, uh, which I guess he did this in the snow before, so it's kind of like that move again. Uh <laughs> Springing up and just knocking Pilaf back with a hit from the power pole. Pilaf's machine is now embedded into a fucking rock face. And Pilaf has a concussion. 
but he does manage to get back out. Goku's like, <laughs> all right, y'all ready to give up now? Pilaf's like, all right, we just got to grab his tail and we'll fucking win this. <laughs> all right, team. Special strategy, go! <laughs> and they all circle around Goku to get ready to go for the tail. And this is when Shu realizes, like, hey, boss, I'll see a tail. Hey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so Pilaf's like, hey, um, can we have a timeout? Just like a quick little timeout. All right, huddle up, everyone. And <laughs> Goku lets them have this. Yeah, Goku believes the timeout. Mm-hmm. The peaky swear is a new tactic, but the timeout, yeah. old as time. It's a time even, old even a dumb tradition. monkey can respect that. Yeah. And they all just like huddle up and they just do like, all right, break. <laughs> and then they get right back into the three of them like circling around Goku again. And then Pilaf pulls the classic move that we have seen work on Goku one time before, <laughs> which is the, hey, look over there. <laughs> it's a powerful <laughs> technique. It's and so Goku looks over there. And then Mai grabs Goku in her robot claws. Like she's just going to crush him like a tuba toothpaste. <laughs> and Shu uses the same little head that had the laser beam on it. Blast Goku with a flamethrower right in the pants. <laughs> melting his pants entirely. And Pilaf's like, all right, tail grab. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's when they realize <laughs> now that Goku's completely pantsless that his tail is just gone. Goku breaks out of their grass and is like, what the fuck? I only have the one outfit. <laughs> and also Goku's dick is just full on display again, which it's been a while since we had Goku penis in shot. Yeah, full frontal Goku back. Yeah. Shit, I'm did we find happy. the name of the episode? Pilaf which Tactics? One? Full frontal Goku. Oh, yeah, there's the episode name. <laughs> full frontal Goku. Uh, the Pilaf gang. Now like, all right. Plan B, and then they fucking combine. I was so happy when this happened. I was like, I called it. I am extremely satisfied with this result. Um, no longer Goku, among us. I do love Goku takes one look at them stacked up, just kind of goes, neat. Blast it. <laughs> Immediately fucking destroying one arm of this and rendering the middle robot completely inoperable. Everyone um, looks shocked. My looks like she just dodged a bullet. Wait, she like the did. Everyone's like, oh, geez. Mai's like, oh, fuck. That guy that died. Have fucking killed me with his fucking force magic he does. Hey, it's key. Not magic. Yeah, magic. Uh, but yeah, Goku's like, that wasn't even my full energy. And it looks like he's about to like do another one. Pilaf, very calmly in that, like, my mind is broken kind of mm-hmm. way, is like, <laughs> yeah. well, he's possessed. That's it. That explains, that explains it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Which was very funny. And then, yeah, Mai is like, fuck, oh, shit, it's not responding. It's not responding. <laughs> <laughs> My realizing there's, there's that a flame. The most I can't smell to- it, but I know that the carbon monoxide meter's going off. Someone, someone, get me out of here! <laughs> oh god, Pilaf's like, all right, ditch it. We will convert to the Ebu module. <laughs> and why is that they, one of them? 
Yeah. Mai ditches her robot, and sure enough, the top robot and the bottom robot link in the shape of, like, an emu with, like, a long neck and everything. Respect. And Mai lands on top in, like, an action pose riding it. And they're like, all right, book it! Fucking run! <laughs> just <laughs> cheese They it. just cheese it. Yeah. <laughs> Goku chases right after them. Like, so the weird, weird thing like, about the emu thing, just one second, it's like running in one direction, but like the green mm. body is like facing backwards and running backwards from its perspective. Yeah, it's extremely yes. like, not good machine. Why? <laughs> it's a peel-off creation. What do you, this is a man who made pinball torture. Like at some yeah, point. and that was made, effective. Barely. <laughs> but, but could you predict the Kamehameha? <laughs> I do love... Just this scene, because Mai is still riding on top looking back. Shu is looking backwards, because he's backwards. <laughs> Pilaf is looking away. But just as they make it, Goku's just catching up to them. P- Mai is just like, he's catching up. He's catching up. Pilaf's like, <laughs> shoot the missile. <laughs> they, they shoot a missile. And unlike the last time where Goku had to, like, punch deflect it, Goku fucking catches it. <laughs> he just, both hands reaches out like, hoop, and just, alley, hoop, and throws it right back at him. It blows up the machine, and it's like a fucking Looney Tunes cartoon with them just lying in the wreckage, like, squiggly-eyed, just, like, dazed. And then, <laughs> God. And Goku's like, hey, I have the Dragon Ball now. Pilaf's like, yes, sure, <laughs> Take whatever. It and go. Please just leave me alone. Goku's like, neat, <laughs> and takes it. And he's like, oh hey, can I have one more thing? Hard cut to Goku is now wearing shoes clothes. <laughs> just <laughs> and shoes, just standing there naked. Goku's like, thanks. Shoes like, please, please don't <laughs> tell anyone that this happened. <laughs> Your clothes, give them to me. Yeah, for real. (laughs) Goku then hops on the Nimbus and just fucking pieces out. Mai's like, hey, peel off. What are we gonna do now? (laughs) Like, still dazed. And Shu's like, we should give up on the Dragon Balls. It hasn't worked out for us yet. This is a bad idea. And then peel like, Shu, shut up. (laughs) Just (laughs) shut up. And Goku flies. And Goku flies off into the distance as the closing narration kicks in. But yeah. Um, on the whole, the Gohan fight, fucking stellar. Love it. Stumbles a bit at the end, but we get the story beats. Um Mm -hmm. it's still fine. This episode, I enjoyed it. This was kind of like Yeah, we had our Yeah. We had our big moment. In the last couple episodes, our big kind of dramatic beat, our, like, heart-touching moment. So here's, like, a goofy gag fight. <laughs> and it was a good one. And it was like, and here's the peel-off gang back. You've missed the peel-off gang, right? And I did. I did. I was, ha- <laughs> I was happy to see them back. And, again, in contrast to the Red Ribbon Army, this is a shit stomp done correctly. Yeah. Because they're... They're just threatening enough that there is a little bit of, like, maybe Goku might have a hard time with this. But then when he starts having a good time, they're goofy enough characters that they can sell all of this as, a, like, good gag. Like, mm-hmm. the bit of fucking Pilaf being like, yeah, he's possessed. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. it. <laughs> it's very funny to me. Um, 
there's just like a lot of good like jokes with them so yeah it's like the key to doing a stomp like this and having it be entertaining is leading into how funny it is and they just lean into the comedy on this um with them being like man we were not prepared for this (laughs) (laughs) i was all ready to have a good day today and then this happened we had a great plan Turned out, yeah. guy's tail ripped off, beat the shit out of us. <laughs> so that's a thing. Yeah, so we just got fucking bodied. Well, see you all <laughs> next time. Yeah. <laughs> I do love, love the last little interaction with the peel-off gang that we hang on. Of them just be, <laughs> my being like, what now? And she being like, why are we still doing this to ourselves? <laughs> and just peel off. Like, he doesn't say the line like I said it at the end, but it's like that energy of it being like, just shut up, shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Boss, I lost my clothes. <laughs> uh, it's I only very have a good. one. <laughs> and definitely cements, like, peel off being the villain that he is, not the Red Ribbon where they're, like, legit evil. Like, yes, he's legit evil, but he's three stooges evil but the joke is always on him which is what mm-hmm. makes it fun to me is like at the end of the day he is the butt of the joke and yeah. it's fair it's pretty funny to just watch him get his comeuppance um but he's not like so threatening that you can still laugh <laughs> especially really cementing him in that position with the whole exchange between him and Shu when we realize that he has no actual plan for when he conquers the world. <laughs> he just wants power for the sake of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I, I guess I think, like, a veteran army is, like, definably evil, does evil things. Pilaf, mm-hmm. we never saw him have subjects. The only two people he interacts with are his two friends who they just shit-talk each other, I guess, and are just kind of mm-hmm. big weirdos. Besides <laughs> that... Nothing bad happens. Like it seems the worst like, thing Pilaf's going to do is like leave a flaming turd on your doorstep. Yeah, yeah. Like, maybe not even that. And if like he risk, risk like like goes for world domination or like world, like he would just be like a dude who like is an like, emperor thing. He's like, yeah, I'm the world leader, and like he's like, do you hang out with anyone? No. What are I'm just the world leader. Anything change? <laughs> no, yeah. not really. Just am. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he makes the wish to become ruler, and literally nothing changes. Yeah. <laughs> But but he but he'll just know that that'd be like the only argument. He's like, yeah, I know I'm the world leader. I feel like he'd be the kind of person who would be completely powerless in the face of bureaucracy if he had the actual power. Yeah, yeah, right. It's like I'm going to do this. Um, actually, sir, you can't. What do you mean I can't? You just can't. Oh, but what can I do? Not much. No, no. Gotta get that Dragon Balls again, and then the caper <laughs> continues. Yes. But yeah, um, I think we we talked about this last episode. We were like happy to see the quote unquote good stuff again. And this is like a really interesting snapshot of like the totality of what is Dragon Ball at this point. Mm -hmm. We get the martial arts. We get the character moments like the the kind of heart of the series. um, Mm -hmm. And we get the gag fight (laughs) like. This is weirdly, like, if you wanted to pick three episodes that encapsulate what is Dragon Ball, these three might be the best to be like, here is what Dragon Ball is. Um, And the range of what it can be at this time. Obviously, that shifts as we move towards Z and things get a little more serious. But this was very fun to me. 
and I think these three episodes are a great example of like what Dragon Ball can be when done well. Mm-hmm. I yeah, this is a this. nice little microcosm of good Dragon Ball. Yeah, and this arc is a nice quick arc, so the pacing felt mm-hmm. really nice through it. Like I didn't. Yeah, feel we were like in and out like down. what nine, ten episodes. Yeah, Something technically like that, this yeah. this arc, if like you look at like the timers or whatever, isn't technically over because. We are now going to have the filler stuff before the next arc begins kind of shit happening. So we're going like, to stop, you know, get, you know, Dragon Ball's back, you know, what's going to happen next. And then mm-hmm. some, then there's like some downtime and then TN arc begins. Yeah. But we're in like the aftermath of the arc now. This was like the yeah. climax and resolution. But yeah. Like, and this now thing, we're like, the like, we're not the climax yet because we can still, we still, know, still got the resolution. Wagon. Yeah, still got to summon the wagon. But, um, it's like, it, it just moves well. You're like, you're like, oh. It's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. Cool. And then just feels yeah. good. And it feels a fight, informed. A fight an episode. One of them goes to. Mm-hmm. And it feels informed by what came before it too. Like it feels like we're building on the foundation of what we've been doing. Like a good story should. Yeah. It, yeah. And this is it's fun. It's a nice little like quick one, especially after like Red Ribbon really kind of drug out at the end. God. It's mm-hmm. nice to have this more quicker pace arc. Um, and then we'll see how we feel after we watch the filler stuff here at the end. Yeah, I'm hoping, like, it has a... Because I don't give a shit about the Upa resolution stuff. I'll be honest. That stuff seems like it's going to be super boring and lame. Just... Mm-hmm. Almost I've, certainly. Because I've had my good, feel-good moment with Gohan. I don't think there'll be anything else. I'll be like, oh, that's amazing. Or, oh, that's, I love that part. I'll be like, yeah, it's fine. Um, but I do, I do hope, like, yeah, the filler isn't super boring. I don't remember it that much. We're getting the part of Dragon Ball where I sort of, like, have my memory shot at this point. Mm-hmm. I'll, get, yeah. I'll, get into, I'll get into reading it, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think that'll be it for this episode, then. Oh, yeah, These are the good little, good little gaggle episodes. <laughs> Is that the official terminology? Yes. That's probably the title oh, okay. of the episode. No, no. Of WSP, this is going to be a good little gaggle. <laughs> I truly do love a good little gaggle of episodes. <laughs> Succulent gaggle. All right, I'm cutting this off now before this gets weird. Bye, everyone. All right. Bye. Bye. Succulent Chinese dinner. <laughs>